With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
and welcome to Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I'm your host, Thomas Delaney Smith, Reverend, for those of you who want to call me that. And I want to welcome everyone who's listening in today. I have to make sure everything is working the way it's supposed to be. My broadcast today is going to be a short broadcast, and it looks like we have internet difficulties. I don't know if it's connected, but it looks like my internet is not wanting to work for me. So, in the meantime, I don't know if you all can hear me, but I'm open up with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, I am thankful for another opportunity to host host reality in Christ, worship and word here on Blog Talk Radio and Radio Network. Father, it seems that in this day and age, people seems it's like people don't realize that you're real and that we just want to focus on playing games or whatever. But I thank you for your love. As you said in Romans 5, 8, that you commended your love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, sorry for sorry for the interruptions, folks. Anyway, I apologize for the interruptions. Um, Still working on getting the studio up and going. Sometimes you just have to deal with the interruptions and the distractions. That's a part of life. Life is full of distractions and it's like... uh, Everything happens for a reason. But Lord, we thank you and we glorify you for everything that you are doing. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. Still waiting on the studio to come back up because we are having technical difficulties and it's really frustrating. I think it stems from the internet box getting hit. Excuse 
so fast that you bear with me as I try to get the uh, internet problems fixed. I don't know what happened, but it crashed. And my show was, um, it was working and not calling in on the phone, but everything else is not working. So, crazy folks. Internet's crashed. I love it. So it looks like um, the internet is crashed, and I think it had something to do with the internet box getting hit tonight. Um, and it's kind of frustrating because I can't run my studio without an internet connection. You know, folks, I'm sitting back and I'm assessing what's going on. And I have one thing to say. The devil is alive. So, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I command this internet to work in the name of Jesus and I'm not going to deal with the craziness. So, despite every distraction that he that he keeps trying to bring my way, it will work. And I have no doubt about it. There you go. Folks, bear with me. I'll probably just increase the time. Um, Sometimes we have to deal with the difficulties of our internet, but I ask for your patience in dealing with me because I can honestly tell you the enemy is fighting me tooth and nail to keep me from being able to do my show. Wow. You know, 
That's crazy. You know, in the Word of God, it says that if you say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, believe what you say, then these things shall come to pass. You know, my whole life I've dealt with obstacles and every other distraction that could possibly come up and confront a person. But at the same time, whether or not the Internet comes back up for me is irrelevant because I'm still going to do this show. With the noises, the distractions, I don't care because this message will go forth. You know, it seems like um, (laughs) the enemy is in a discouraging mood trying to get people off their game. But that's just just how he works. That really is just how he works. Fortunately for me, I can honestly say I have a tougher, thicker skin than most, so regardless of what he tries to do, I'm not going to be swayed. You have kids who are not supposed to, um, who are not supposed to be up, but they're talking loud. Um, what else? They're not supposed to be up, but it happens. So. I am unable to connect to the internet. Tracy is listening in now, but, you know, had to get things rolling. So now that I got the Internet back up, I'm going to play a few worship songs. Oh, that was Justice, not Tracy, but I stand corrected. Anyway, 
and reality in Christ, worship and word here on True Radio and Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Thomas Dwayne Smith. And that was Avalon, Can't Live a Day Without You. She, they were obviously singing about Jesus Christ. And before I get into the short message, I'm going to open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that this message that's going to go forth will be encouraging to those who are listening live and to those who will download and listen later in archives, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus that you continue to just bless and protect those who are seeking you and those who are not yet seeking you, but know that they need you. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. I am going to take my message today from the Old Testament. And in fact, I am going to take the scripture from which we got the number 911, which is, as you all know, that's our emergency number. But what very few people do know is that that number actually came from Psalms 91.1. And that says, in reading from the New King James Version, it says, he, meaning mankind, so that can be he or she, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lies waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon a lion and a cobra. The young lion and a serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Folks. What that means in a nutshell is this. Instead of spending so much time 
worrying about what's going on with our life. We actually have the ability to reach out to God in protection, and he will protect us. But we first have to let it be known that we're in need of that protection. Because in this day and age, you have everybody who's thinking that they're invincible. They want to do it on their own, you know. And God's like, hey, I love you, so you do what you want to do. But folks, you also have to understand that for everything that we do, there is a consequence for all our choices, good and bad. There's a consequence for every choice that we choose to make. You know, I tell people, I talk a little bit about my my story growing up because I was uh, I was one of those kids that everybody made fun of, that everybody you know picked on, all that stuff, but. I also allowed myself to become angry. I was very angry. I was very bitter to the point where I thought about the bad things that I wanted to do to people who hurt me. But here's the interesting thing about that. I hated people so much that in my mind, I justified not hurting them by this. I said to myself, they're not even worth my time in doing something bad to them because I don't like them enough. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's just how my mind was working when I was a child. But little did I know what that actually was, was the Lord reaching down and protecting me. Because deep down, as much as I tried to hate people, I still reached out to people to help them. Because that was the nature of who I was. And I can't change that, and I can't be any different than who I am today. I've never been one who like to follow the crowd. Because honestly, it never got you anywhere. And folks, I am going to take a quick pause because someone's about to walk in. Anyway, back to my message. It seems that it seems that when we are about to give up on ourselves, that's when God reaches in and he says, Hey, I got you. And that's what Psalms ninety one is about. You know, we we do certain things, we think things are fun. You know, truth of the matter is this. The greatest high that one could ever experience, the greatest thrill that 
that one can ever experience is having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And there is nothing, no amount of partying, drinking, smoking, whatever, could ever replace that. I'm speaking from experience. I've never done all those other things, but what I have experienced is God's protection on my life when there was those who tried to take my life. I'm not even supposed to be living, and that's real talk. When I was around three or four, I had two teenage boys from the neighborhood who tried to beat me to death, and before they killed me, they were they had other plans, and I'll leave it at that. But God had, God, you know, we go through life, for those of us who profess to be followers of Jesus Christ, we go through life thinking that God doesn't protect us. <laughs> I'm living proof that he does. Born with an incurable disease. I was a tubal pregnancy for those of you those of you who are mothers. You know what a tubal pregnancy is. I am a tubal pregnancy survivor. One of only two babies in our country's history that's been documented whose mom gave birth naturally. They did not perform a C-section. thankful to God for seeing fit to spare me and to bring me life. When the doctors tried to force my mom into aborting me, she said no. He would rather die than to have her baby die. That's That was the word those were the words of my mom. So this is my point. You're going through something, you're not alone. All you have to do is open up the word to Psalms 91.1. He or she who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And you can say... Uh, to the Lord, that, Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, and in you, God, will I trust. That's not just a motto. It's real talk, folks. You know, God had to be my father in my life because I didn't have a dad. But I do know that his love his love for me is real. And he has shown a merited favor. And that's what it's about, folks. God's love is real, whether you choose to accept it 
or not, his love is real, and what you choose to do with it, that's on you. But there's no denying the fact that every morning when you wake up, you have breath in your body. You have the ability to walk, the ability to talk, the ability to see. You have roofs over your head, food on your table, clothes on your back. And we have to give thanks for that. I was supposed to be homeless in the dead of winter, but if it wasn't for a friend in Florida, I would have been in Kansas City, Missouri, in the dead of winter without a home. But it is what it is, and there you have it. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, is life real or is it a joke because I know this God is real his love is real Romans 5 8 God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us but you got you got believers out here pronouncing that they're sinners saved by grace talked about well I'm not perfect, I still sin, and da-da-da-da-da-da. Well, you know what? I have one question for you. Why you choose to live a lifestyle you've already been forgiven from? What do you mean? Jesus died on Calvary so that you wouldn't have to endure the things that you go through, that you could be able to walk in freedom. But nobody wants to walk in freedom. Everybody just want to hang out in a jail cell with their the cell door wide open, and Jesus like, dude, what are you doing? I've already set you free, but here you are. Love. There's no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear. First John 4, 17, verses 17 through 19. Love covers a multitude of sins. It is the love of God that leads one to repentance. No greater, no greater love has a man than this, than a man that would lay down his life for a friend. Jesus called us friends, folks. That's why he laid down his life for us. The least we could say, hey, you know, I'd like to get to know you. That's the least we could do. But, you know, God is not a racist. He doesn't force himself on us. That's how much he loves us. He does not force us to do anything that we don't want to do. Unlike the enemy, 
the enemy will influence us to do things that we know we shouldn't do, but because it looks like it's fun, so, hey, let's go do that. And then what ends up happening as a result of the action, some, something inside us ends up getting hurt. So... Romans 5, 8, once again, I say it. God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet, we were yet, that is a statement that was past tense, were yet, not are still. People still choose to sin because that's their choice, because they choose to, not because they have to. Because we have been set free from the law of sin and death, and until we choose to embrace what God has given us, hey, it is not God's will that any should perish. But every day we perish, not because of sin, but because we choose to reject the free gift of salvation that Christ made available for us. Romans 10:17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you fill yourself up with the word of God, your faith grows. It increases. That's a cool thing. And let me let you in on a little secret that a lot of preachers won't tell you. God cares more about you having a little scripture and having it in your heart than you having a lot of scripture memorized in your head. I've never read, I've never, I I have never read the entire Bible through, but I've read every book in the Bible, if that makes sense. I've read, I've read some of the books of the Bible. I've read the entire thing. And others, I've read chapters. But I'm not going to hell because I haven't read the whole word of God. Because I have read the whole word of God, not completely through. And that's the difference. There are times when God, when God will just want to, have you just sit, meditate, and pray? So, see what I mean? You just got to love the distractions, but it's all good. It's all good. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. We battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. But at the end of the day, there is nothing, no man, no woman on this earth do ever calls me 
to reject my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Nothing. I don't have to. And I'm not going to. He saw fit to spare my life on multiple occasions to protect me from sure death. The least I can do is be proud of my relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's because of that relationship that I love and care about people. I don't have to talk about people. I can just love them. Well, how can you love everybody? Because of Jesus Christ in me and the hope of glory. That's how. God's kind of love is a choice. Falling in love is an emotion. And guess what comes first? I'll tell you anyway. There's no one guessed. Before you can fall in love, you have to first make a choice to love someone unconditionally. Let me let me explain how that works. And I'm a, I'm gonna explain it from a biblical perspective. Most of society don't have the fundamental of a relationship based on biblical principles. So I'll just give you the Cliff Notes version of it. When you're professing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and the person you're interested in professing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here's a scenario. Say the man is praying for his girlfriend and God speaks to his heart and says, I need you to step out of the way for a little while so that I can perform a healing that is needed in the heart of this woman. That individual man, if he is listening to the heart of God, he would say he will say to her, I've been praying for you and this is what I heard. I need to back away from that relationship so that God can do the work in your life that he needs to do. And if that man loves that girl unconditionally, he will. But if he's only thinking about what he's getting out of the relationship, he'll reject that. That's unconditional love, putting the the feelings and the well-being of the other individual that you're with over your own personal desires. That's just the Cliff Notes 
version of it because, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Society, both Christian and non-Christian, don't really care about unconditional love. It's instant gratification. What can I get for me at this moment in this time? And as a result of that, you have a lot of broken women, especially in the black who have been treated, mistreated, defeated, beaten like animals, and nobody gives a rip. It's another reason why I never followed crowds. I'll, I'll leave you out with this one, this story. Something that made me really angry to the point that if I would have had a heavy metal object in my hand, and this is what I'm talking about, this is the kind of stuff that makes me mad about i say 10 years ago, 10 or 12 years ago, I'm standing on a bus stop in Kansas City, Missouri, in front of uh, Rockhurst University. It was one of our private religious colleges in Kansas City. And this dude on, standing on the bus stop, he waiting for the bus too, I guess, but he was bragging. And he was bragging about how He had this party. That's his party. This girl, one of these girls that they invited, they got her drunk, she passed out, and he raped her. That may be funny to some. It's not funny. And had I had a metal object just for him saying that, he would have been dead and I would be in prison today. That is the one thing that angers me. When I was very young, I was in back seat of a cab. My mom was sitting in the front seat, and a cab driver attempted to rape her. Threw us both out of the car. Her just in her undergarments, and I'm a little, I'm a little kid. Folks, it's all real. I thank God that he gave me the heart that he did because I do care. And that's why there are certain things that make me angry. Stuff that's done to women, stuff that's done to children. So 
But God did say, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I will repay. Fortunately, I never went down that route, but it's one of those things. Having said that, Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to um, deliver this message. And I pray that those who listen live and those who listen in archives will hear the heart hear your heart. And despite all the distractions and the technical difficulties with the Internet, Lord, this message still went forth because it was your desire for it to go forth. Lord, I say this to you, regardless of what anyone else says, what anyone else thinks, My love, my focus, and my direction is for you. Because you're all I have at this point in my life. I pray that you bless those who have listened. You bless those who will listen. And, Father, that you will prepare another message for next week. We say we love you and we bless you in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank everybody who tuned in and I'll be back on Wednesday with another episode of Reality of Christ, Worship, and Word. But in the meantime, I'm going to end the show with a dear friend of mine song called Stay With Me.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.